happy Halloween to all my guys and dolls, cats and kittens. I hope that you're keeping safe out there, paying attention to life's true clues around you and keeping yourself safe whilst enjoying this month of Halloween. And we had had a case going on here that had some paranormal twist in it. It is a short story. However, it's very interesting. And even for that, it's a small page turner. LOL. Anyway, enough with the um, crummy junks. We'll get into it now because the game is afoot. So when we had left off, the police were arriving because the fire department had found Teresita's body in her apartment. Police had pursued several leads and had come up with nothing. They did suspect that a person with initials of A.S. was involved in the crime because there was a note in Teresita's house, get theater tickets for A.S., So they were not sure who the initials belonged to, but they had a gut feeling that this person was involved in that somehow. Even though they did not know who the initials belonged to, it would not be long before they were to find out. They were still ruling out other suspects, namely her boyfriend, as they had had a small disagreement before her death. He was very emotional over Teresita's death, and also had advised them that Teresita had a pearl um, necklace and a jade ring that she wore all the time that appeared to be missing. He knew that because he had purchased them for her. However, even though Teresita was on the other side, she was not going to let the perpetrator get away with this shit. Coming from the Philippines, she had had a very small circle of friends, as well as a few co-workers from the hospitals that were acquaintances with her. This particular couple that worked with her by the name of Remy Chua and Dr. Juan Chua. They did know her, but not very well. Remy had been talking to her friends about the murder and had said that she would be a vessel, willingly, for Teresa to use as a means of divulging the name of the murderer so that the perpetrator would not get away with the murder and get what he deserves. Very soon, she was napping at work, and she began having visions and dreams in which Teresita appeared to be begging her to go to the police and tell them what happened. Teresita emotionally imparted that she was murdered by an Allen Showery. Well, now, is not that coincidental because of Teresita's note with the initials A.S. Well, from there, the plot thickens. Again, while napping on another evening, Teresita came forward and wanted to know why the hell Remy and Juan had not done anything to resolve her murder. They, and she was emotionally impacted by the whole situation and was begging them to pay some attention to what she was telling her, telling both of them, speaking as Teresita to Joe, or Juan, as his friends call him, because he's known for both names in certain circles. So she wanted to make sure that her perpetrator was not going to get away with the crime and was begging this couple for help. She began to express her dismay and sadness to Joe. 
not sounding like his wife, Remy, but sounding like Teresita. The voice was completely hers. He was sure that this was not his wife. They had a different tone, different words. He was totally freaking out. Alan Showerly was an orderly that worked at the same hospital that they all worked at. She urged Joe to go to the police. However, when Remy woke up, she claimed to have no memory of what happened. Juan decided at first not to go to the police. He did not want to be called crazy or something like that, especially as a doctor. His reputation was going to be affected by the whole thing. Who wants to see a doctor that's paranormal or has ties to the other side? When most people consider that flakiness, airy-fairy type of thing, most people don't believe in it. Even though things are changing, I believe in it. But I think that it depends on where you come from. And I think also in the Philippines, there is a great belief in um, paranormal activity as well. At least if I watch, at least from the videos I watch on YouTube, that could be true. So he wasn't sure what to do. He felt bad, but he didn't want to really go to the police and get himself in trouble or look stupid. Then the voice possessed Remy again and asked Joe, why the hell are you not going to the police and telling them what I'm telling you? And she began to reiterate that they need to pick up the phone and call. So he finally gives in and calls even though he felt like there was no evidence to involve showery in the murder teresita had told juan that he had taken jewelry from her at the after the murder and had also given it to his girlfriend so what more would they need they just need to pick up the phone and call so this finally changes his mind he gives in and he calls in and ends up speaking to a detective statula who was in charge of the case for Teresita. He could trust this information or not. He was not sure. So he also did not want to look like an idiot, especially being a police detective and go into the airy-fairy world because, you know, they don't believe in that type of thing. They like solid evidence. And he was pretty sure that he didn't want to get caught up in all of that. But something was nagging at him at the same time. It was just kind of weird how everything was coming together if this was spirit activity. Not that he wanted to give great credence to it, but he did feel like he should probably follow up on it. So he did do a background check on Shorey and found out that Shorey had lived close to Teresita. When he did talk to her co-workers, they confirmed that he was planning to go to her apartment to repair her television. Because she knew he was always financially struggling. She always came up with odd jobs or little things to do to reimburse him and always reimbursed him very well. Well, that's what they mean when they say the road to hell is paved with the best intentions. He was like, why the hell did not somebody say that earlier? I could have been following up on this lead. If people told me what was going on, it would have definitely called, um, you know, the horns on showery. Upon hearing this, Shorey was brought in for questioning. He confirmed that he went to her apartment to repair the television. He claimed that he was unable to do that because he didn't have the right tools. 
so he went back home. Like WTF, who goes to fix something without tools, especially it's a job you're going to get paid for. That right there didn't make sense. Well, I guess he might have brought the wrong tools to fix the TV. Who knows? So he goes back, and already he's planning a a robbery on Teresita. So when he leaves, he's planning on coming back and robbing her. So he goes out, and then he sneaks back in. He comes up from behind her. He stabs her in the knife with the chest. He takes her jewelry and probably anything else he could find, probably not anything worth somebody's life. So he wanted to make it look like a sexual attack, so he takes her clothes off, and then he starts her on fire, puts the mattress on top of her, trying to make it look like something that it's not. And then he tells all of this to the police when they're interviewing him. At the end of it all, this coward, this piece of crap, turns around and reneges on his plea. And then there was a mistrial. It's like everything was set up for Teresita not to win any justice. Ultimately, that is. And for the circumstances, I'm not really surprised. She's not a rich white woman or a rich woman with power. Um, I don't want to say um, culturally or whatever, but she probably wasn't at the top of the food chain, so to speak, if you know what I'm saying. So he ultimately only got 14 years for this incredible crime that he committed. Poor Teresita. He was released in 1983, and Teresita was wiped off at the face of the planet forever. And many have speculated that Remy may have been saying this made-up story about Shorey because he had always complained about her. I guess they had some kind of working communication. He always complained that she didn't do a good job And eventually she lost her job. And it wasn't until after that that she came up with these seeing Teresita and getting this type of information to hang him out to dry. Now, they're not sure if it was just speculation or maybe that if she overheard something and was afraid to come forward using her true identity to identify him as the killer, fearing repercussions. I don't know. Take it for what it is. Um, It's been on a lot of um, paranormal websites. There's a book about it, uh, House of Horror. There's the movie, Voice from the Grave. They did a segment on it um, on Beyond Belief. But anyway, it's an interesting story, and I can only hope that it was true that Teresita didn't take no shit from no man and stood up and defended herself for her murder. And I hope you guys agree with me on that too. So with that being said, happy Halloween, have a good evening, and I'll see you next Monday.